Hello, and welcome to With a Grain of Salt. I'm Jenny. And I'm Cindy. We're two college undergrads still trying to navigate our way through life. Now that we've experienced a little more, we want to give you some of the advice we wish we could have heard along the way. We're now experts, though, so we want you to take everything we say with a grain of salt. Be your own person, and don't be afraid to question what we say. But we hope that we can still sprinkle in some of our own experiences to help guide your journey. Welcome back to With a Grain of Salt. Today, me and Jenny are going to be talking about something that has been a huge part of both of our lives and is actually the reason that we know each other, and that is dance. And we have been dancing together, or we did dance together for probably most of our, I don't even know how many years. I think we said in an earlier episode, but I still cannot do the math. Do you remember how many years it's been? I believe Cindy and I were at the same dance school since we were probably like six or seven, but Cindy was actually in the higher level than me. So then when I joined Cindy's class, it was probably when I was like eight or nine, maybe even 10. I don't know. But even if we take the older age, that means we still have been dancing together for eight plus years and we're only 18. So that's a huge chunk of our life. I remember seeing people who were older in like high school dancing and I'm like, wow, they really stuck it out for that long. Like, am I going to be able to do that? But (laughs) I guess we did spend, what, eight plus years dancing. So yeah, that's a huge chunk of my life. And it definitely shaped the both of us. Yeah, definitely dance was a learning experience. I started dancing when I was in either kindergarten or first grade. My mom just took me to her local fitness gym and put me into dance classes there while she was doing jazzercise. So I did that dance for a few years. And then after a couple years of that, my mom decided to put me into an actual legitimate dance studio. And that's the dance studio that I joined where I met Cindy. And I've been at that studio ever since. And at that studio, both Cindy and I did ballet and Chinese folk dance. So we were known as like the ballet and Chinese folk dance fusion school. I'm surprised I chose ballet too, because now that I'm thinking about it, it's so funny because the studio that both of us went to, it was such a central part of I guess my whole dance experience, I forgot that I even went to a different one before that when I was very little. And literally on the first day of ballet class, like my mom had to drag me in there because I was like crying. I was like, I don't want to do this. (laughs) And then she had to be like, no, it's okay. And these kids had to just watch me cry like the entire lesson (laughs) the first time I was there. So I don't even know why I didn't quit on day one. I ended up actually really loving dance and loving that studio. You know what? My mom stuck it out for me for the best. There actually were a lot of moments where I was like, I just want to quit. Like, blah, blah, blah. And my mom was like, no, just stick it out for one more year and see. But yeah, it really did bring a lot of good experiences to my middle school and high school life that I will never forget. And a lot of people who I still talk to today. I'm definitely so thankful for dance. Clearly, like Cindy and I both have negative experiences associated with dance, but there are so many opportunities that came about in dance that sometimes I forget that I did. And I'm like, oh my gosh, wait, like I did that. That's super cool. Cindy and I's dance school actually went on America's Got Talent. We weren't in that dance, so you can't find us there. And because of America's Got Talent, we were noticed by a couple of TV networks in China. Since we are a Chinese-American dance school, we got invited to perform in China several times. And I went back to China to perform three times when I was in middle school. And Cindy went back to China twice, which is such a cool opportunity like to perform on a TV network those China trips are definitely crazy. And when I think about it too, in retrospect, it definitely didn't feel real. Like we got to stay at these really nice hotels and every morning we get to go down to the breakfast buffet and like load up our plates with these like crazy breakfast items. 
it'd be kind of funny because we'd all have our plates lined up on the table and then when our teachers would come downstairs we're like shoot we can't let them see that we're having like a whole buffet for breakfast and we'd be like oh like hey guys and we'd be like (laughs) hiding on the table like oh what you doing here but yeah those trips were definitely really fun also really exhausting like she said we would literally create beds in the dressing rooms and just like take naps in them because the time change would kind of mess us up and we'd also just have to stay there and keep re-rehearsing and reworking things to make sure that they looked good when they filmed it for us but Overall, very gratifying experience, and I would not trade it for the world. A lot of kids don't get to experience things like that. Definitely. Our school in particular, I'm really thankful for because I was surrounded by Chinese Americans from a really young age. I didn't realize this until probably literally a few weeks ago or a few months ago that me going to our dance school at such a young age meant that I never felt like I didn't fit in because I was always surrounded by people who looked like me and had a similar culture to me. I'm really appreciative of my parents for putting me in this dance school and giving me that community. It's kind of nice to sit down and be a little bit introspective and think about these things and be like, oh, wait, Mm -hmm. like these organizations really did provide me a really good community and opportunity that I really would not have gotten anywhere else. And I think another thing about dance is that when you do them as a group, you're literally sometimes at your lowest points with these people. So like you have to be vulnerable with them in order for you to grow. For me, that was what bonded me with other people was like, okay, we're all struggling here. So I feel like we have like this mutual bond now and can form a friendship based off of it because we're all in pain right now. Dance 100% pushed me like to my limits physically and mentally. I feel like a lot of dancers can relate to this, but I would literally push my body to the max to the point where if I was injured, I would just keep going. I remember, I think it was my sophomore year, I started having this like pain in my foot and we were doing the Nutcracker at this time and I was also doing a chorus line. If any theater kids out there know what that show is, it's a very dance heavy show at the same time. And I started getting this pain in my foot and I was like, oh shoot, well, I got these two shows going on. Like I'm kind of committed to them and we're kind of deep into the rehearsal process. Like I can't really back out now it was always like a running joke between me and my friends I'd always be like on a few Advil and have my foot like taped up with KT tape just because it would always just have this like pain going through it I guess and so I never really got it checked out until literally two weeks before Nutcracker was supposed to open and the doctor was like yeah let's get an MRI on this and we checked and I had a stress fracture in my foot and I was like uh well I have a show in two weeks I don't really know what I'm supposed to do about that I did end up performing. I was on probably like five or six Advil, which isn't the healthiest thing. I'm not advocating for that at all. And also if you are currently like in any sort of physical activity and you do feel yourself getting injured or just like any kind of pain, definitely get it checked out early because I was definitely being risky with just pushing myself that much because with those kinds of injuries, you can fall down a hole where you might not be able to do what you do ever again. I don't think it was worth the risk. And looking back now, I definitely should have reassessed and taken care of myself earlier. But that was just my story and how I was like, no, I just got to keep doing this and push through it. Cindy was definitely injured for a lot of the time at dance, especially during high school. I remember wondering like why you kept on pushing yourself like that when your body was literally crying out for help. Like it was like, I have a stress fracture, please help me. You would think that I would have learned my lesson at that point, but that wasn't even the only time that that kind of situation has happened to me. I had a situation like that happen to me very recently and it actually put me out of dance for like six weeks, I would say afterwards. And then after that, I just stopped dancing. So it's like I ended, I guess, I don't know if I want to call it a career, but like my dance 
courier quotation quotation like my experience like on an injury because I was at this summer camp and I didn't even roll my ankle in rehearsal I rolled it on the way to the dining hall because I was jumping around and being stupid and I was like ha ha and then I rolled my ankle and I was like oh oh shoot like this kind of hurts actually but I didn't want to tell my teachers because I was like well we have a show in a week I don't know how I ended up in the same situation as last time but I had a show in a week and I was like well I don't want to not be in the show that I spent four weeks of the summer camp for. So I didn't tell my teachers. I would take like six because this one hurt a lot more than the other one. I would take like six Advil before class and like wrap up my foot. And I was like, yeah, okay, this is fine. And I almost actually got kicked out for taking Advil because you're not supposed to have your own Advil at this camp. And I had to like talk to like the big head lady and she was like, don't do this again. I was like, I'm sorry. But I did end up performing once again on this injured foot. My teachers eventually did find out and they let me sit out for a few things. (laughs) And then I had to go to the doctor after that camp. And he was like, yeah, okay, you need to be in a boot for six weeks. And after that, I just didn't go back to dance. So that's how my dance, I guess, again, quote unquote career ended, which is like not the most climactic way. I think it was for the best that I didn't go back, just also because some of the toxicity, the losses of it kind of began to outweigh the benefits for me, especially since senior year does get so like hectic and busy. But overall, just the crazy experiences of me pushing myself with injuries. It does make for a pretty entertaining story later on in life, I guess. Oh my gosh, sure. I guess looking back on it, it's a great story. But in the moment, I was actually scared for Cindy. I think Cindy's story is a very good lesson on the importance of recovery and balance. And like in life in general, like you should try to have some sort of balance between working and rest. But I think especially in physical activities like dance, I think burnout can be so real. Physically, dance is so hard. Like ballet is so hard. I respect all dancers so, so much because the amount of exhaustion and pain that goes into transforming yourself into the best artist you can be is really admirable. But then on the other hand, dance is also an art form. So I can also see how there's a lot of mental exhaustion that comes with dance. Like you're constantly trying to figure out how to better yourself. And if you don't take the time to recover, burnout can definitely happen. So I think in order for dance to be sustainable, please like take care of yourself and rest and recovery. And also, I think I say this in every episode, but like be forgiving of yourself as well. 100% do not do what I did at all. I'm extremely lucky that none of these injuries kind of escalated to the point where I maybe couldn't have danced anymore, but they very easily could have if I had just pushed myself a little bit more, like taken one wrong step or like re-rolled my ankle or something. It could have definitely caused a lot of long-term issues. In the end, pushing yourself for this one show or this one thing is not going to be worth it. And looking back, I definitely could have just stepped out and been like, you guys can figure out a way to like work around this. Like, I don't want to hurt myself. I guess I was just crazy. And I was like, no, let me do this. Let me do this. Full send. Just take care of yourself. Like, it's not going to be worth it in the end if you end up with an injury that puts you out of something that you love for way longer than you want it to. I think we were both also just so committed to our dance team. Like we were scared to do anything that would cause our dance team any annoyances or any grievances. Like I can imagine how like at that time, Cindy, if you had backed out of the dance, like how mad our dance teachers would have been and how chaotic it would have been for the rest of the team to have to re-choreograph and rearrange the dance now that we had one person missing. Our team effort was really there and I really admire that about you. And I think everyone in our dance team also had that, but it was just like, you also need to take care of yourself because had Sydney gotten hurt and we didn't have enough time to rearrange the dance, perhaps it would have been better if Cindy had just pulled out a bit earlier so that we would have had some prior knowledge. 
guilt was such a big part of my dance experience honestly like guilt and sacrifice like I would feel so bad if I missed a day of class unless it was actually I had to miss it for say a school activity like an orchestra performance if I could skip it there was a time where I would skip it just so I could go to dance so that I wouldn't miss out on anything I think it's about finding that balance. Like if dance is your passion and you want to put your 110% into dance and you're willing to make those sacrifices, I think that's fine if that's your definition of balance in your life. I think for me personally, I probably didn't have to do that. I wish I could have made some more memories when I was in high school, like maybe go to a couple more football games or hang out with my parents a bit more or hang out with friends a few more times. So I think just passion and knowing how far you want to take an activity is really important in deciding how much effort and time you want to put into it. And I think that also is kind of one of the reasons that that whole mentality of everyone on the team putting in 110% and like throwing themselves fully into dance was kind of flawed just because not every single member on the team is on the same wavelength. Like I think there were some people who were really passionate and they were willing to spend that much time on dance and sacrifice other activities in their life. But there are other people who were more multifaceted and kind of had passions that were deeper in other areas. Like the people at the studio were crazy talented at like almost everything. You could find someone who's good at math, someone who's good at drawing, someone who's good at piano. Like everyone had so many different talents and some people want to pour more time into dance and some of those. Some people want to pour more time into those outside talents than dance. And so that mix-up of balance is kind of what threw it off because expecting all of us to be in it 110% all the time meant that we had to sacrifice other things that we enjoyed outside of that, or at least that was the underlying expectation of it all. And I think that if I could go back and I guess redo my dance experience, I think the one thing I would want to redo is I wouldn't want to take it so seriously and I guess that has some nuance to it. Like, I feel like I spent so much time overanalyzing like my technique and the ballet dancers, like perfect body and like comparing myself to that. And I wish that I had spent less time focusing on those aspects and more time just kind of enjoying dance for what it really is, because I really did like dance. I enjoyed the time that I spent doing it, but I wish I hadn't been so hyper focused on those aspects that didn't matter, especially since I wasn't going professional And I think that's the thing that I really need to drill into my head is that I didn't need to be perfect because this wasn't something that I was pursuing as a career or something that needed to be like top tier because it was going to be something that made me money in the future. And so that had to be good. Like it was just something that I wanted to do to enjoy myself, but I wasn't really enjoying myself fully to the extent that I could have been. A lot of us fell into that trap where we were like, oh, we have to be perfect and amazing at this and blah, blah, blah. But I really think if we had just stepped back and been like, wait, this is just something that we are doing as a hobby. Like this is not our future career or anything. Like I feel like we all maybe could have enjoyed ourselves a little more and also been able to find a better balance between our other passions. And going off of what Cindy said about enjoying dance more, I totally agree with Cindy that I wish I had enjoyed it a lot more because at its core, dance is an art form. It's a form of self-expression. And I fully believe that if you enjoy an activity and you put your heart into it, people can tell. And when they can see your expressions while you dance and they see how much love you have for dancing, that honestly, to me, outweighs the technique. But like on the other hand, like if you love the activity, I'm sure your technique would improve as well because you love what you're doing and you want to improve it. I wish I had enjoyed dance more while I was still in it because after a certain point, it honestly felt more like a chore and it felt toxic at times because I would go in and not want to be there. 
I wish that I would have either recognized that dance wasn't bringing me as much passion as it should have and I could either adjust my attitude towards it or I would recognize that I wasn't enjoying it and choose a different activity to put all my time and energy into. I think a lot of people, including myself, have lost the idea of just doing things for enjoyment and I find personally as well that when I start like a new activity and I'm not good at it like right off the bat, I get frustrated and I'm like, I don't want to do this anymore. But sometimes I do have to like dig a little deeper and be like, no, let me just keep trying this if I enjoy it. Like I'll keep doing it. But the most enjoyment you're going to find is from something that you're deeply passionate about. And just because you're passionate about something doesn't mean that you have to be good at it. Does that make sense? Like the two are not mutually exclusive. You can not be great at something and also be passionate about it. It sounds so obvious and dumb when you say it out loud, but I feel like that's just a mentality that's been so deep rooted into everyone. Oh, you have to be good at this to keep doing it like or else it's not worth your time Nah, if it makes you happy that's completely worth your time you know preach I feel like everybody needs to hear that I think I needed to hear that everybody should think about that every once in a while because doing activities just for fun and because you enjoy them is so underrated I think that also might be a bit because since a young age, both Cindy and I have heard a lot about going to college and how you need to be really good at certain activities in order to get into quote unquote good colleges and participating in activities that you're good at is more valuable than participating in activities that you enjoy, which I think is so messed up because why wouldn't you do something that you enjoy? Like just honestly go for it. In the end, you only got yourself. These colleges aren't really going to care. Like, they have these huge pool of applicants. It's just not worth it, you know? In the end, you only have your own experiences and yourself to turn to. And it's going to sound so cheesy. I feel like COVID has really brought that out. Like, once we all were stuck at home and we only had ourselves, we're like, oh, shoot. Like, we only have our own life experiences and stuff to turn to. Like, all this other stuff that doesn't really matter just kind of melts away. And at the core, you're like, okay in the end, everything really is temporary. Like, let me just enjoy stuff for what it is. Even if you just think that you might enjoy an activity and you've never tried it before, go for it and try it because everybody's been where you've been before, where they're all the newbie and they don't know what they're doing. But honestly, that's probably when you'll have the most growth as a person. And I think if you have that supportive community that knows that you're starting from the beginning and they can hype you up and be like, oh my gosh, yes, like look at you go, look at you grow, look at you improve at this activity. I think that's so cute too. And you'll find a whole new group of people that you can bond over through experiences. What's the worst that could happen? You know, like just try it. And if you hate it, just quit. And if you don't, then you found something new and fun that you can do. Like, I think the one thing that I have really taken away from just, I guess, life like COVID, high school, dance, everything is that not everything is really that serious. Like honestly, just in general, it's not that deep. If you like something, do it. If you don't, don't do it anymore. It feels like it should be simple, but I forget those things a lot too. So it's just good to remind yourself to be like, okay, you know what? Like it's not that deep. Like if I don't enjoy this activity anymore, if I'm not passionate about it, I should just quit and go find something that I'm passionate about. And if I find this activity that I like, but I'm not amazing at it, like whatever, if I like it, it's bringing me joy. Like it's simple as that. But with that being said, with dance in general as an activity, despite what we mentioned earlier with like the toxicity and like all the injuries and the sacrifices that we had to make, I do think it's an activity that I did value and added a lot of value into my life as well. I was very passionate about it then and I still do feel passionate about it now. And I don't think it falls at all into the category of like activities where I wasted my time being dissatisfied with it. Like I really do feel very rewarded with all the experiences and the friends and all the lessons I've learned from that studio. And there are definitely some things 
in retrospect where I could have maybe changed my mindset a little like I could have enjoyed myself a little more for what the art form of dance is maybe I could have just taken it a little less seriously gone to a few more football games like Jenny said because I only went to two football games throughout my entire high school like life but I think all the time I spent there was very well worth it and looking back I wouldn't change it I wouldn't change any of it for the world I agree I think dance definitely taught me a lot about time management it taught me a lot about mental and physical strength and endurance knowing what I know now about spending so much time on an activity that you aren't passionate about I know that going forward I do want to put my time into places that really excite me and that really make me happy when I do them but that being said I still really love dancing. My Instagram feed is still filled with these beautiful ballet dancers, hip hop dancers as well. In the future, I actually do want to maybe pick up dance again. I actually signed up for Kyle Hanagami's online monthly class. So we'll see how that goes. In general, I'm so thankful for dance. I learned so much from it. And while there were some really hard times while I was dancing, I really appreciate everything that I've gotten from it. And one thing I hope you take away from this episode is to take care of your physical and mental health, rest and recover, and also recognize that if you're not enjoying something the way that you think you should be, you can also reevaluate the time that you spend on an activity. I completely agree. I also think if there's anything important you can take away, one, just don't take anything too seriously. Like nothing's really that deep. And in the end, what's the worst that could happen? And two, just know your limits coming from someone who in the past has like had so much Advil going into dance classes and like wrapped my feet up with like layers of KT tape. Just take care of yourself first and everything else will figure itself out. Like make sure that you're taking care of your physical health because it really can have bad long-term effects. And I was really lucky that I didn't have to deal with that, but you never know. I very easily could have ended up that way. And there's always the off chance that that could happen. I just would never want that to happen to any of you guys. So just know your limits, both physically and mentally. Take care of yourself and just enjoy yourself. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, subscribe to our podcast and leave us a rate and review. You can also find us at With a Grain of Salt Podcast on Instagram for more updates and go to withagrainofsaltpodcast.com for show notes. If you have any questions, comments, topics you want us to talk about, or you just want to say hi, feel free to send us a DM on Instagram or email us at contact at withagrainofsaltpodcast.com. We'd also love to hear any feedback you have. We're always down to have a conversation to help make our podcast better for you. But before you go, we want to remind you to take everything we say with a grain of salt because no one knows you better than you do. Stay awesome and we'll see you next time.